0: Adam Crowley show. Uh, we got to earn tomorrow. That's French. <laughs> That's yeah. your French. Yes. That's we French. me 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 woo, poo. poo. That was very good I agree. Very that was good. excellent. So good. I could do oh, radko right. gudas. Mm-hmm. The Flyers going to win. We are going to earn tomorrow. Adam Crowley. It's not even funny. On ESPN Pittsburgh. I don't love the way that Le'Veon Bell handled all of this. He tells Jeremy Fowler a couple of days before a playoff game against Jacksonville that he might retire. He then doesn't show up to the walkthrough the day before the playoff game with about 10 minutes to go. He cries victim on social media. But all that being said, I don't think he did anything wrong here in terms of the negotiation, and I don't think the Steelers did anything wrong here either. Bell's made $16 million In his career to date. That goes up. To about $30.5 million. Because of the $14.5 million. Franchise tag. But Le'Veon Bell kind of got screwed. Based on where he was drafted. Ezekiel Elliott was a top 5 pick in the league. And he's already in his first 2 years. That's it. 2 years made $18 million. That's more than Le'Veon Bell has made. If you take away the franchise tag money. That he hasn't gotten yet. Todd Gurley. Again, number ten overall pick in the draft. He'll get twenty three point five million dollars over his first four years. Devontae Freeman just got paid eighteen point three million dollar guaranteed money, forty one point two five million dollars overall. Le'Veon Bell is better than all of those players. Le'Veon Bell wanted to get paid. Consider this. Le'Veon made twenty six million dollars. These last two years, if you take the $14.5 million he was just given on the franchise tag, the Steelers last year offered him $30 million, $26 million, somewhere in that range, to then have an option for the next three years. Well, now Le'Veon Bell makes that money in two years. And next year, he can go out and make the same exact contract the Steelers just offered him, but after having made $26 million. So the math lines up for Le'Veon having done the right thing if Le'Veon Bell stays healthy. Now, to me, that's a big if. But to a player, you don't really think of things that way. Think about all the highway fatalities that there are every single year. How many people die on the highway? But no one ever thinks it's going to be them. No one ever thinks, oh, I'm going to get in my car today and die. You don't think that. You just don't. So Le'Veon Bell's not thinking he's going to go onto the football field and blow out his Achilles. He's not thinking he's going onto the football field and busting his head up. He's not thinking about things that way. He's thinking I'm going to play 16 games this year. I'm going to have around 2,000 all-purpose yards. He had 1,900 last year. And I'm going to go out and make the contract that the Steelers just offered me, but on top of the $26 million in guaranteed money that I already pulled down. It makes sense. Now, from a Steelers standpoint, you look at the next highest-paid running back being Devontae Freeman. And you see that he's making eight point two five million dollars this year. And you say, "Lev, you're just not worth eleven more million dollars than that guy. If it's the seventeen that you want, you're not worth seven million more dollars than that guy. If it's the fifteen million dollars that you want, you're just not. We'll give you six more. We can't go higher than that and pay the backside of a prime career. It can't happen. So I don't think the Steelers did anything wrong. I don't think Le'Veon Bell." in terms of the money side of things, did anything wrong. And now, this will be his last year as a Pittsburgh Steeler. And the Steelers are going to run him into the ground. You know how I know that? Because they do it every damn year anyhow. And now on a walk here, oh, you sure as bleep better imagine what they're going to do to this guy. 400 carries at least. Bunch of touches in the passing game too. Plus he plays 90% of the snaps either way. It will be his last year, and because of that, it's the Steelers' best chance to win a Super Bowl now in the remaining Ben Roethlisberger era. But Crowley, the Steelers haven't won one with him. No, they haven't. It ain't his fault. Not close to his fault. Le'Veon Bell, in the playoffs, when he's been healthy, and that has been the issue, has put up great numbers. Set back-to-back Steelers' records, 167 and one seventy against the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs two years ago. Last year, had a bunch of catches, a couple touchdowns. It's not AB's fault that they're not winning championships. It's not Le'Veon Bell's fault that the Steelers aren't winning championships. To me, it's just on the defense. And yes, by letting Le'Veon Bell go at the end of the year, next year, by allowing him to test free agency... By not signing him to a long-term contract, maybe the Steelers can earmark some of that money towards defense. The problem is they don't ever really do that. They went out and they got Morgan Burnett this year. A couple years ago, they tried to get Dante Hightower, and they were willing to pay him $10 million a season, but the Patriots were the team that he knew and was comfortable with, and he took their offer, but they couldn't go more than that for him. So the Steelers aren't going to break the bank for defensive players. They're more likely to extend their own. Uh, give Stefan Tuitt a contract extension. Maybe lock up T.J. Watt. Not that it would happen next year. But that's the kind of thing that they are always looking to do. And maybe they'll go out there and you'll get a bargain bin guy like a Morgan Burnett. Uh, maybe you find a guy late like Joe Hayden and you could put some of the money towards him. But it's not something that they do on the reg. And because of that, uh, I think this is the best year the Steelers have, the best shot the Steelers have this year at winning a championship. Now, one of the things you keep hearing is the Steelers did the right thing because they're not overpaying for Bell's downturn. I was okay if they overpaid as long as they overpaid on their own terms. If they're offering $12.5 million, they're offering $14 million, fine. I can get behind that. They're paying them $14 million this year. Anyhow, I'd like to see him pay him $14 million just as long as Ben Roethlisberger's around because then you can guarantee that you've got the great running back with the great quarterback. But a lot of people are saying, ah, can't do that running back closer to 30. Look what happened to Marco Murray. Mark Madden wrote a column about this, and Mark's very good at what he does, and he makes a good point. But the Capitals were just ripped for signing TJ Oshie to an eight year, $46 million contract. The way that Oshie bangs bodies, the way that Oshie plays games, It's kind of like running back to the National Football League as far as I'm concerned. He was 30 when the deal was signed. The Caps will be paying him $5.75 million a season, which will be for the backside of his career. If they didn't go 8, though, Caps probably aren't running up and down Russia with the Stanley Cup right now. You have to do what you can to win right now. When the expectation level is through the roof and the window is closing, you do what you have to do. You think Caps fans are going to complain at all? About the 35 year old Oshie who's scoring 14 million goals or 14 goals, pardon me, for 5.7 million a season. No, they won't because he's a champ. You do what you have to do in terms of years to keep a guy you need when it matters. And the Steelers and Bell couldn't find a way to get it done. When Bell was hurt and the Steelers had D'Angelo Williams, Steelers fans said, We're good. We've got D'Angelo. Now Steelers fans will say, we can win next year with a running back by committee. But Tomlin's never been a running back by committee guy. Only time he really had to do that was when you saw Rashard Mendenhall get hurt and Moelde Moore came in in 2008. Now, they did win with a not great running back then, but they also won with a horrendous offensive line, and the reason for that is they've got a Hall of Fame quarterback and one of the best defenses I've ever laid my eyes on. Uh, I can't stand when people continuously bring up the fact that the Steelers didn't have a great running back the last time they won the championship. That doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you can't win that way. Well, how about the Eagles? How about the Patriots? Okay, so the Eagles just won with their third-string quarterback. Does that mean the Steelers should cut Ben Roethlisberger, too? Mike Tomlin's never been a running back by committee, guys, so be careful what you wish for because the next guy that they draft to be the running back, it's going to be all on him, and who's to say it's going to work out? Tomlin's always been a run him until the wheels fall off guy. So the running back by committee is not going to happen. Some of the media over the last several months have said don't pay for the downside of Bell's career, but just like Oshie, you have to take that calculated risk. The Steelers' best chance to win is with Bell and with Brown and with Ben, period. You win championships with star players unless you're the New England Patriots, and each of them's a damn star. And that puts a ton of pressure on this team this year we got Matt Williamson from WilliamsonFootball.com and Steelers Nation Radio and the Steelers Radio Network coming up in about 10 minutes here on the show. Good morning football was ripping the Steelers for not winning with Bell and Brown. And I get it to an extent. I said last week on the show that there's only one season to me that I think the Steelers didn't live up to the expectations in my mind with Bell and Ben and Brown. That was last year. Had they lost to the Patriots in the title game, I think you can live with it. You hate to see it. You don't like to see Tom Brady celebrating and the Steelers losing, which is what happens every damn time the teams play. But Steelers almost beat him in Pittsburgh. You feel like the teams are evenly matched. If you lose to them in Foxborough, I think you just take it. But losing to Jacksonville and in that fashion, that can't happen. And it did I don't put this on Bell or Brown or even Ben, who had a really good game and a bad game, all kind of rolled into one. He turned it over twice, led directly to 10 points, so it's more on him than the other two from last year, but they all balled out. Bell has averaged 5.2 yards per carry and 106 yards per game on the ground in the playoffs in his career. It's Not his fault they haven't won a championship. The last four years, Antonio Brown has averaged 117, 119, 103, 132. In terms of yards per game in the playoffs, it's neither of their fault that the Steelers haven't won. It's disappointing as all get out that they haven't won, but it's not on them. Think about the defense, and even the defense held them in it in Denver a couple of years ago. But the problem there was: Ab's hurt, Bell's hurt, D'Angelo Williams is hurt, Ben's hurt. If they were healthy, they might have won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. That one stings. This one was a missed opportunity. That one was a missed opportunity based on injury, but it's football. What are you going to do? To me, it's on the defense. It's not about AB not living up to expectations. It's not about Lev Bell not living up to expectations. So for anybody saying, well, they didn't win with him, so maybe they can win one without him, I think it's just flawed logic. A plus B does not equal C in this circumstance. A, B is damn good. You want players like him to help you win a championship. You want players like Lev Bell to help you win a championship. Losing them and then saying, well, you didn't win with them? It's bad logic. 4-1-2, 9-2-2, 2-8, 7-4. Pirates had a great week. It's an important week, I heard. Neil Huntington says so. They were 7-1 against the Nats and the Brews. Big week, though, right, Neil Huntington? Now he's going to look like such a douche when he sells everyone off at the deadline, even though that's absolutely what they should do. And I'll state it again for the record here on The Crowley Show. It's July 16th. It's 6-12. They should sell. Sell, sell, sell. Woo! But he didn't need to say what he said when he said it, Neil Huntington. It's a big week. It'll determine where we are. Now, I think at the time it was calculated. will sound like we're still kind of in it, but we're not going to do all that well because we're not a good baseball team. And then when we sell, we'll say, well, we gave it our last shot just before the break. Well, he didn't factor in the fact that maybe his baseball team would overperform for a week because, hey, guess what? It's baseball that happened. The Pirates started off the season hot. Then they went into tailspin. They were always somewhere in between. Baseball is a funny way of evening all this shiz out. So Neil should not have said what he said. And now that he did, this week's going to determine a lot. Well, how could it possibly now? Because if you go 7-1, and one, it should determine that you're going to be buyers, right? Well, bad business. I keep saying this over and over and over again. Never, ever, 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 never, ever, ever should one week affect the team in determining whether or not they're buyers or sellers. Never. So stating it was dumb. And now he's going to look even worse because he's going to have to sell despite the fact that they just swept the division leaders at the time in five straight ball games. Coming up next, we talk more about Le'Veon Bell. Did the Steelers do anything wrong? Did Bell? We'll ask Matt Williamson. It's a Crowley show. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, O'Reilly Auto Parts can help. Get
1: immediate relief with Interdynamics R134A Refrigerant for $9.99. A.C. recharging is fast and easy with Interdynamics R134A Refrigerant at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: I saw a video of a chimpanzee. Being reunited with its foster parents.
1: Oh, I saw that video, Really cute. Yeah.
0: It's going to be like when Tom comes back tomorrow.
1: Oh, I know. I can't wait to hug that chimp. It's going to be like a... It's gonna be like, just, I missed him so bad. I really. This did. report is brought to you by Express Employment. The Adam Crowley Show. Brought to you by the Rector Protector, protecting your junk since 2016. If you wanna keep the bang out, Yo Wang, you need a Rector Protector. Available at Walgreens, CBS, and Army. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh.
0: I've sliced this Le'Veon Bell thing. Up about as much as I can. Uh, there are not that many ways to look at it. I'm sure tomorrow on the program we'll look up at how it's going to affect the team next year, maybe? No, why would I do that? I'm not doing that. Uh, this is the issue with talking through things on the air and thinking aloud, but uh, the Steelers are going to be the same Steelers this year. Uh, him signing a long term contract doesn't change anything. Maybe the way he performs the first three or so games, but. Even then, as I mentioned before, the Steelers play three bad run defenses. Well, two bad run defenses, and the Browns. They'll play the Browns, which just have a bad defense. They are seventh in the league last year in rush defense. They'll play Kansas City, who was 25th, and they'll play Tampa Bay, who was 23rd. So you can run on the next two. You've got the best team out of those three, Kansas City at home. I still think the Steelers come out of the gate 3-0. and I think Cleveland's going to be closer than people want it to be. But so then the question is, really, how much does this affect this year's Steelers team? It doesn't really at all. It maybe makes the sense of urgency a little bit greater, but they want to win a championship anyhow. Uh, So it doesn't change much. There's not much to dissect anymore, at least me alone. So I bring on Matt Williamson. He'll help me do it. He, of course, of WilliamsonFootball.com, Steelers Nation Radio, and the Steelers Radio Network. Matt, how you doing today? I'm good, man. Any bad guys here? Or does it just work out for both sides that it didn't work out?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, it's never smooth. And to be very honest, the, the franchise tag can disrupt some contract negotiations. You know, like, for example, Aaron Donald right now. You know, they're they're talking, but the Rams can say, we'll just them. You know, like, there's some guys, and I don't know if this applies to Lev now, but it did before, that they're too good for the franchise tag. you know that, and, and then when you start talking negotiations, the agent obviously is going to say, well, this is the starting price, You know, three franchise tags in a row, two franchise tags in a row. So it makes it difficult. But in the end, I could see Bell saying, well, they didn't love me, or, but he's still getting a huge paycheck. I could see the Steelers saying, um, you know, we're just going to run the wheels off you and rent you for this year. And that's just how the game goes now. And I think it's the smart move. I think it's a smart move for Bell. If he does have a good year, as you mentioned, there's a dozen teams out there that have more money than they can possibly spend. They'll overpay him, and I'll shake my head at them, but so be it.
0: The reason why I would not overpay him if I were a team on the open market is that his production dwindled last year. The reason that I would have still paid him if I were the Steelers, if he would have taken it, obviously, is that I want him around – because Ben Roethlisberger also might be dwindling as well.
2: Right, and I knew we were going to have this conversation, and if it didn't happen, you know, that's what I expected. That's how I would handle it. But if it did happen, I would only excuse it if it was basically a two-year deal and you could get out after that. You know, like maybe it says it's a five-year deal for a bazillion dollars, but that doesn't mean he's getting it or he's going to be here in three years. I could understand that because of the Roethlisberger window. They are a very good team. But I bet a year from now, some team that drafted Sam Darnold or one of these guys wants the guy that they can lean on and overpay him, and he won't be the same player. I hope it doesn't go that way for Lev, but I bet you know history shows us differently.
0: Matt Williamson joining us here on the Crowley Show. Check him out, WilliamsonFootball.com, Steelers Nation Radio, and, of course, the Steelers radio network. Matt, one of the things that people keep saying is let's see the Steelers go running back by committee next year and then whatever money they don't spend on Le'Veon Bell go out and sign some big time players on defense. I have a problem with that for two reasons. Number one, Mike Tomlin's not a big running back by committee guy, so I think that they will bring in a workhorse back. Number two, we don't usually see them spend a whole bunch of money on that side of the ball anyhow, unless they're going out and adding more money to a player that they already have in-house.
2: Right. And, you know, the the things, you know, an edge pass rusher would be really expensive. You know, a young guy coming off a good year, off his first contract. A linebacker probably wouldn't be. You know, I mean, an Avery Williamson type from this year. No relation, by the way. You know, Demario Davis. Somebody similar a year from now. Um, A guy that they might not have on this roster, Two years from now is Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden gets very expensive after this year. He's a $12 million player. Maybe you'd cut him. But it's hard to say this because they've drafted so much defense over the last couple years. You would hope, you would guess, you would assume that some of these young guys take a step forward. And if they do, some of the defensive needs might not be as great as we think right now. But Ramon Foster might be gone. You might need a starting guard. Starting guards have gotten very expensive all of a sudden. So it's interesting, and it's also noteworthy that I'm sure a lot of people are out there just going, "Well, they'll just use a first-round pick a year from now and get the next McCaffrey, Michelle, somebody like that." But next year's running back draft isn't supposed to be very good.
0: That's not good, Matt.
2: That's not. But there will be guys. I mean, there's there might not be as good as it's been, but you know, it's just a smaller pool to fish from.
0: One of the things that I don't know if Le'Veon gets enough credit for is. How often he is on the field, though. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, up over ninety percent, and maybe he's not the efficient player that he was two years ago. In fact, he's not. But that has its own value. Being able to be on the field for ninety percent of the plays, and you're not having your hand tipped. You and I talked about. I think last week it was that Todd Haley's packages. Whoa, now are Ooh. are are kind of you can you kind of know what's coming there more than uh, any more other. More uh,
2: so than others, yes.
0: Right. The percentages
2: then, tell us that.
0: Right. But with Le'Veon Bell, 90% of the time, uh, you know he can, do, he can pass protect, he can run out and catch the ball, you can swing him out wide, he can run the football. So I, I do think that that's going to be a huge value that they're going to be missing next year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And he, in some ways, absolutely is irreplaceable because of all the things he brings to the table. And, you know, you look at a guy like Theo Riddick, for example, or White for the Patriots. Like, if they're on the field there's a real good chance that Detroit or the, or the Patriots are throwing the football because they don't protect very well. They're really good receivers. They're not the between-the-tackles guys. But David Johnson and Bell and maybe the guys like Mixon and this next crew coming in, uh, don't give the defense a tell. You know, they're big and they're running wide receiver routes, and we're seeing more of them because running backs are becoming more focal points of the passing game, even in the college level. So the the, 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 the crop will keep replenishing itself. But your point to, to take it a step further, all of us, and, you know, and I've been harping on this for years. You know, Bell's had an unbelievable workload. His carry numbers are crazy per game. Then you throw in the receptions. But like you mentioned too, even if he's not getting the ball, he's on the field and he's pass blocking Von Miller. You know, what I mean, like th- that, that takes a soul, too. That's not easy. I mean, his body is taking a lot of punishment.
0: Matt, I think this is fairly obvious, but. The plan next year, uh, this upcoming season, I mean, just hand him the ball as many times as possible, throw it to him as many times as possible? I would think so,
2: yeah. I mean, that's been the plan the last three years. I'm yeah, I was sure going to say, it doesn't change, change
0: much, <laughs> right? It doesn't change really at all. Uh, if and,
2: I'm, and, and with all respect yeah. to Samuel and Connor, I mean, they're, even if Bell isn't what he used to be, they ain't what he is now.
0: There's no chance, and I'm reporting this exclusively right here on the Crowley Show, uh, that Bell sits out the first eight weeks of the season. Not happening.
2: I think that's the same, yeah. I mean, I just heard that he's considering doing that, and nobody does that. No. I mean he's gotten some strange advice thus far, so maybe he does. But I just don't. That's a lot of money to leave on the table.
0: Yeah, that is, I think, a last-second negotiation ploy uh, of of some sort. Not that it was ever going to work, because the Steelers don't. They don't, don't they're not the thing. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They're not buying what he's selling. Right? No, they don't. Uh, they don't buy that kind of stuff at all. Matt Williamson? And when's
2: the last? Pl- long holdout we've seen the week i mean aaron donald sat out a game that was big news
0: yeah it doesn't happen all that much matt Matt williamson joining us here on the crowley show uh matt last year Le'Veon bell slow out of the gate uh he averaged 17 carries and 60 rush yards per game that's three and a half yards per carry weeks one through three and then the rest of the season weeks four through 17 92 rush yards per game and 4.1 yards per carry uh so the numbers did go up after that slow start do you think that that had to do with him skipping training camp?
2: I do. I mean, I, there's a reason that the training camps existed for the last 80 years and preseason and getting into, quote, football shape is not a myth. But I also think you need to realize, including the Browns, those were good run defenses too. You know, some of it had to do with who you're playing. And I forget who the schedule was, but I remember early in the season they faced some very difficult run defenses.
0: Yeah, it was Browns. and then... The Browns stopped the run well. They did well. I think it was Browns, Vikings, Bears, I want to say.
2: That's three really good run defenses.
0: Yes, those are three very good run defenses. Uh, Matt, what do you think about Ben Roethlisberger's game uh, and how he's transitioning? Because uh, that's why I would like to see something get done today because I think you need to have that strong running game because I do think Ben Roethlisberger starting to tail off a little bit.
2: Yeah, and I caught a lot of heat for publicly really criticizing his play last year. And I really don't take it back because the first, what, six, seven games, I thought he was a very much looked like a declining player. And part of that was the the defenses we just mentioned, and Jacksonville was one of them, and they had a very difficult slate of defenses early on. But I also think he played well. And if you gave him truth serum, I don't think anybody in the organization would say, boy, we were happy with Ben for the first month or two because he didn't play well. But I do think he stepped it up dramatically, and I am certainly confident that he's still you know an upper tier guy at the position you know because he is extremely gifted too I mean he's not going to lose his fastball, and if he does it's still a pretty good fastball. I do think he's better mentally than he's been um you know, you know certainly early in his career, and like you see with so many quarterbacks, you know the you get so much better mentally even as your physical tools dwindle that this league helps you. And I think a coordinator change won't hurt.
0: Matt, what are some options for where Le'Veon could wind up next year, do you think?
2: Hmm. Uh, I would think that the logical move for, I mean, it, it, someone's going to pay him a lot of money. You know, like Jarek McKinnon just got a lot of money right. for the Niners, and he's going to get more than that, assuming he's a, a close to the player we've seen last. The Jets really come to mind, you know, just because I would think if you're a team that just invested in a real young quarterback that needs a lot of help, you know, Buffalo, for example, somebody like that, you know, McCoy probably won't be back. Who knows what his situation is right now. There aren't many teams that you look at and say, boy, they really need a running back. And the big free agent name a year from now is Kevin Coleman, and they have Freeman, so it's not like they're going to look to replace their guy, likely. And the last couple draft classes have been very good at the running back position. So there's a night's, nice, you know, dozen or so youthful running backs in the league, the next generation. So I, I don't see a lot of teams banging down the door for them. And, and even Cleveland, is going have time to cap space. They have more running backs now and they know what to do with. I'm sure I could come up with a list of names, but New York and Buffalo off the top of my head makes some sense, you know, for a second-year quarterback to, to lean on a veteran like that.
0: What do you make of him – not wanting to stay with Pittsburgh because he thinks he can make less or more money somewhere else in a place where he's less likely to win.
2: I have no problem with it. I know that sounds selfish and he sounds selfish for
0: doing it. He's a running back. You got I think you got to take when you can get man and run.
2: I mean, anyone out there if you're a roofer and the neighbor roofing company said they're going to give you a 50% raise but it's you're not going to like the guys you work with, would you take it? You know, I mean, everyone I, I would never begrudge anyone Especially a football player, especially a running back with a short shelf life, for making more money. I mean, who are we to say that he shouldn't do that? He should stay here and be a Steeler for life. And, I mean, that would be wonderful. And there are guys that do that. And certainly the Steelers, as the 32 organizations go, are one of the most attractive places for people to play and win and, you know, the environment here and all that and the stability. But I don't blame a soul for taking the buck and run.
0: No, and I, I know that every player wants to win, but sure. they don't want to win as much as fans want them to win, because fans, they don't have the money invested. I mean, they invest some of their money, sure, but they're not getting paid. Uh, it's It's just not the same. You want to get as much money as you possibly can, and at that position, man, I have no problem with the way that he handled it business-wise. I don't like some of the other stuff, the skipping of the walkouts, things like that, but Uh, Business wise, I think that this is okay if he does stay healthy, and yes, that's a massive if. Uh, Matt, agree. Yeah, Yeah. I'm with you. Appreciate the time, man. I'll see you at training camp, and uh, around the corner. Yeah, I'll be sitting on your lap a lot at the bar. I think that's usual. Yeah, without a doubt. See you. All right. See. I'm Matt Williamson. Williamsonfootball.com. Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Radio Network. We'll be doing post game after the Steelers preseason games because I guess I'm just a Mason Rudolph. Charlie Batch, he's the backup, but he's the starter for the post-game shows. Stan Saverin, the starter for the post-game shows. Me and Williams, we come in preseason. We'll take care of business.
1: We got you both on the tag. It's guaranteed money, but you're only on a one-year contract. So.
0: Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I, we're just there, you know. Stan's not going to be at training camp every day. Nope. He'll be happier for it. Yeah, he will be. But I'll be happier for being there. <laughs> You'll be
1: happy as Sharky's at night.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Fried I, food, beer,
1: uh, hanging with Lolly, with Williamson, with Labs, with all the guys.
0: for zuda, Play some Irish tunes.
1: I'm getting a little jealous here.
0: Uh, you can come up, too. I will. You should. I will come
1: up one night. That's going to be weird. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, be doing, I'll have to do all the stuff here, but I'm going to make my way up there for one night just to get insanely intoxicated.
0: Whoa, we don't do that.
1: No, I, I do. You guys can watch me.
0: <laughs> Last year, Kevin Colbert handed me my debit card the morning after a bar adventure. Oh, no. And that's not what you want. Hey there, Kevin. Not what you want. And the worst thing is I had like 15 people tell me, hey, Colbert's got your card. And every single one of them said, hey, I can give it to Crowley. And he said, no, I want to give it to him myself. So I thought I was going to be all kind of trouble. And he just walks up to me and he goes, Crowley, did you have some fun last night? I was like, yeah, man, sorry about that. He's like, no, we're good. It's cool. But part of me thinks there was a message yeah. being sent. Are you really good. Are we really good? we really okay? Was that kind of like,
1: I know what you're up to. Got my eye on you. Here's your card. Just, just take it easy, Crowley.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of the reasons why I keep coming on the radio program saying, I think Kevin Colbert's a Hall of Fame general manager. <laughs> he is. A couple Super Bowls. Uh, Antonio Brown, six-round pick. I mean, good job with him. And he returns cards. And he returns cards. My wife is very paranoid about cards. Yeah. Like, she will not use a debit card if we go south to pay for gas. Like, Really? She, yeah, she's afraid that it's going to get stolen. And I'm like, Leanna, now we're paying interest on this and we don't have to be
1: so what like there's more of a chance down south for someone to steal your I, that's profiling I just the farther and farther
0: <laughs> away we get from pittsburgh she's like let's put it on the credit card
1: so everybody outside of pittsburgh dishonest inside of pittsburgh honest
0: yes nice god we live in our own little mount Lebanon <laughs> bubble don't we <laughs> good thing it was it's my good thing nobody will steal your credit card i mean <laughs> why would anybody want my credit card anyhow yeah I do a sports talk radio show on the AM dial. Like, if Madden dies and I take that show over, then you want my debit card. Yeah, I'm in radio programming. I try to give
1: my credit card to people. Like, please take the debt. I'm tired of paying this thing off. (laughs) Take Take my social security number, please. Yeah, here you go. You can have it all.
0: Coming up next, Honest Take of the Day, Other Crap, and the three stars of the show. And then Tom's back tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Not that we haven't been having fun.
1: No, we have been. And on any other uh, normal day, I would probably get a little butthurt here that you like missing Tom so much while I'm over here running the show. But, hey, I miss him, too. Can't wait. It frees you up to be over here with me. It does. And And we can party. We can party. It's Crowley Show. Ever wonder why Miller High Life is called the champagne of beers? Because it's a flavorful, easy-drinking beer with a perfect storm of tiny champagne-like bubbles. And it's been that way. Since 1903. If you've got the time. Welcome to the High Life. We've got the beer, Miller beer. 2018 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Drink High Life responsibly.
0: First beer I ever drank wasn't a highlight, it was Miller Genuine Draft. Ooh,
1: mine was a Pabst Blue Ribbon.
0: I have a bunch of those in my fridge because I took those to a bachelor party and no one wanted to drink no them. No one
1: wanted them. Oh, no. that's
0: childhood for me. You come Under- over this weekend and we'll pound some paps. We'll hit some Peavers up. Mm-hmm. Let's
1: nail some peebers. I'm down with that. The Adam Crowley Show. He did a couple of
0: annoying radio e-hot takey things that I wouldn't have done where he goes, go ahead and tell me why you don't think what Tom Wilson did was illegal and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Explain what you think and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Okay, tough guy. Oh, <laughs> oh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that the Steelers' final offer to running back Le'Veon Bell was five years, $70 million, with more than $30 million guaranteed over two years. Last year, the offer was five years, $60 million, and instead he'll earn $14.5 million, of course, on the franchise tag. So the Steelers did beef up their offer. So to everyone last year who said, Le'Veon, you're not going to find a better offer, he did. And to those of you who now say, Le'Veon, you're not going to find a better offer... I guarantee you someone gives that same deal to him next year after he signed for 14 and a half this year. And for all you people out there who say that players should care about winning more than money, well, to that I say it's time for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. day, 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 day. Oh man, you remember finger guns? I used to finger guns all the time with my hot takes. We got to bring that back. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, they're back, though. They're so back, baby. Anyway. Le'Veon Bell wants to win. Antonio Brown wants to win. Ben Roethlisberger wants to win. Every player in the National Football League wants to win. But in life... All of us need to make money. So I'd probably rank it like this for most guys. Now, not all guys, but most guys. I bet you it goes like this in terms of what's most important to them. One, money. Two, being the best player at their position, which kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with money. And then three, winning championship. You want to win. It's a lot more fun to win than it is to lose. Just ask Joe Thomas. He stuck around in Cleveland for all those years, but he'd tell you he would have loved to have won. It means something, but he was the best in the game, and he got paid for it, and he wound up sticking there. That's what players care about, and if you're a running back, I think it's more important than in any other position to want to get your money. And for those of you who then will clap back and say, well, then why didn't he take guaranteed money and take the Steelers' contract now because he's a running back and he could get hurt and blah, 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 blah. He's betting on himself now at 27, at 26, pardon me, as opposed to having to bet on himself at the end of the next contract to get a new contract. And I I think whenever you're running back and you know that your clock is ticking, when you know that your career could be over by 30, you have to look more at the money than the winning. And if he winds up at the Jets next year, Steelers fans can point and they can laugh and they can say, look, they stink and Le'Veon Bell got what he deserved. And they'll have been right because what he deserved is the money. That was the hottest take of the day. Woo! Other crap. Even though Bell didn't sign a long-term deal, his NFL money is still more guaranteed than his rap money. Woo! Other crap. LSU head coach Ed Ordron says he shouldn't have hired Matt Canada for LSU's offensive coordinator. How about Matt Mexico? Woo! Other crap. LSU's AD should say he shouldn't have hired at Ordron. That's the joke. Woo other crap. The San Francisco mayor said this morning, quote, there's more feces on the sidewalks than I've ever seen growing up here. That's a huge problem. And we're not just talking about from dogs. We're talking about from humans. Everywhere you look. Everywhere you go, there's a turn. Other rap. It's been 600 days to pit basketball in a conference game. It's time for the three stars of the show. And now, with our three
1: stars of the show, up first, it's Adam Crowley pitching. Woo!
0: Man, if you couldn't enjoy that ball getting hit over the center fielder's head yesterday, I can't help you. It was... Enjoyable. The crowd, all 12 people, they were going berserk. They're hiding from the rain. I was in my house. I went, woo! I did. I went, woo! That's it. Only one. I repeated it only for effect. You got one woo in. Yes. Nice. I, and I repeated it again for effect. They're, woo! That's it. That's what I got. Woo! <laughs>
1: And with the second start of the day, Chris Adamski does not want to eat his own hair and then poop it out.
0: Adamski, the Meadows situation makes me want to pull all my hair out and then eat it and then poop it out again, put it back on my head so that I can tear it out again. So, Oh, my God. I know. How do you view it?
2: <laughs> uh, well, not exactly like that. No, oh. I wouldn't use those terms. I don't have hair in my head. that's <laughs> <laughs> That's really the only reason, I guess, why. Otherwise, maybe I would poop out my hair and eat it again. I don't. Know.
0: Um, and then put it back on so you can pull it out again. <laughs> yeah, and you quote me correctly. All uh, right. Yeah,
2: that's Got to be sure I follow procedure.
1: And with the first star of the day, Lev Bell wants his money.
0: Getting paid, bitches. I'm also going to re- report this exclusively on the Crowley Show. Here we go, baby. Kevin Colbert says, he, "We hope that he will continue his career with the Pittsburgh Steelers." That ain't happening. It's not gonna happen. The Steelers don't negotiate with players during the season, and they're not gonna start with Le'gan. Just not gonna happen. And once he gets a taste of the open to market, Daddy, he ain't coming home. Once he gets that taste, he's out there making the cash. Woo! Well, like I said. Yeah, just like that.
1: Yeah.
0: When you go to college, you might love your parents. You're not going to have as fun whenever you go back to your parents' house. Well, Le'Veon Bell's going to get a taste of the open market, and Le'Veon Bell's going to want to stay out there in the open market. Who let the dogs out? He wants to make that cash! Who, Who can blame him? The well, you can. I can't. Now people are starting to get pissed because the Official money came out Not official, but the reported money came out Five years, $70 million As if he's not going to make that on the open market That's a lot of money, Bell's turning down Richie Walsh just tweeted Yes, but guess what He stays healthy this year And I realize that isn't if He's going to make that next year That's it, it's not that hard to figure out Tomorrow on the show, Tim Benz A little early this week, going on vacation Tom's back We're going to hug him Thanks to Brian. Bye. It's finally here. Today is Amazon Prime Day. It's an epic day and a half of our best deals. So whether you're looking for Bluetooth speakers or smartwatches, an Instant Pot or kitchen mixers, new sneakers or summer dresses, you'll find amazing deals, like 30% off the Amazon Echo. Don't miss Amazon Prime Day. Shop our best deals now
1: and all day tomorrow. Not a Prime member? Start your 30-day free trial today.
0: I heard... I'm not going to say that.
1: What? Nothing. What? Nothing. We're not on the air.
0: That's true. I was going to say I heard Amazon Prime crashed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I heard that too. Everyone
0: should log on to AmazonPrime.com if they
1: were listening. If there's uh, there's like a coupon or cash back, I am irate and I want to get on
0: right now. Amazon Prime. If not, I don't care. Dot com. Oh, there's something for everyone with Prime.